Are you ready to take your intermittent fasting lifestyle to the next level? There's nothing better than community to help with that. In the Delay Don't Deny community, we all embrace the clean fast, and there's just the right support for you as you live your intermittent fasting lifestyle. You can connect directly with me in the Ask Jen group, and I'll answer all of your questions personally. If you're new to intermittent fasting or recommitting to the intermittent fasting lifestyle, join the 28-Day Fast Start group. After your fast start, join us for support in the first-year group. Need tips for long-term maintenance? We have a place for that. There are many more useful spaces beyond these, and you can interact in as many as you like. Visit jenstevens.com community to join us. An annual membership costs just over a dollar a week when you do the math. If you aren't ready to fully commit for a year, join for a month, and you can cancel at any time. If you know you'll want to stay forever, we also have a lifetime membership option available. IF is free. You don't need to join our community to fast. But if you're looking for support from a community of like-minded intermittent fasters, we're here for you at jenstevens.com community. That's jenstevens.com community. Achieving my long-term goals is more about creating healthy habits and less about quick fixes. And that's why I love both intermittent fasting and daily harvest. Tim Spector, a gut health expert and founder of Zoe, and Dr. B, gastroenterologist and author of Fiber Fueled, recommend that you aim for at least 30 unique plant foods per week. Daily Harvest helps make it easy. One of my favorite options is the sweet potato and wild rice hash harvest bowl. With Daily Harvest, I'm getting tons of plant-based options built on organic fruits and vegetables that are easy to prep and free of weird ingredients such as fillers, seed oils, and added sugars. Create healthy habits that last with Daily Harvest. For a limited time only, go to dailyharvest.com ifstories to get $30 off your first box plus free shipping. That's dailyharvest.com ifstories for $30 off your first box and free shipping. Daily harvest.com slash is stories. Welcome to Intermittent Fasting Stories. I'm your host, Jen Stevens, author of Delay Don't Deny, Living an Intermittent Fasting Lifestyle. I lost over 80 pounds thanks to intermittent fasting after learning how to delay my eating rather than deny myself the delicious foods I want to eat. Now, who's ready to hear an inspirational intermittent fasting story? That's why we're here. So let's get excited to talk to today's guest. Hi, everybody, and welcome to episode 112 of Intermittent Fasting Stories. Today, I'm here with Kit McCall. Kit lives in Herman, Maine, where he is a video producer. Welcome, Kit. Hi, Jen. How are you? I'm fabulous. So nice to talk to you today. You as well. I'm excited to chat. Well, you know, I like to start by asking what brought you to intermittent fasting and when was that? Absolutely. So the very quick, simple answer, my wife. Oh, smart <laughs> so, woman. But, <laughs> but so I can explain that a little bit. And thank you for listening. It's been a great episode. No, I'm just uh, kidding. Yeah, exactly. All right, thanks. <laughs> thank you. No. Right. So your wife, tell us about that. Yeah. So my wife and I, this is Maybe closer to two years ago, I came across a, a type of workout system, I guess, or video system. And it had also incorporated uh, 
intermittent fasting. And, you know, I showed my wife and this was something we wanted to try. And to keep it brief, we tried it, went maybe a couple weeks and then it just fizzled out. A couple months after that, my wife was just, she really wanted to stick to it. And a friend of hers um, had mentioned your book, uh, Delay Don't Deny. So she had got it, picked it up, read it, and she was off and running. She stuck with the intermittent fasting for several months. And, you know, I saw such a an amazing transformation with her that it just finally inspired me. And I said, I have to get on the bandwagon here. So that's kind of uh, that's kind of how it was really brought to me. You know, I had explored it for a couple of weeks on, you know, with something else, but it wasn't until her success, you know, reading your your story, your book, and it just kind of stuck from there. It's been quite the lifestyle. We we love it. And for me, it's it's been great, you know, to have my partner in life on the same level, you know, so we kind of help each other out. Yeah. Yeah. So 2 years ago, y'all were you were trying the the workout system with IF, and I'm not familiar with what was that called. Do you remember the name of it? Yeah, I think it was like six pack abs. Okay, but they had you doing fasting. Yeah, they had intermittent fasting. Yep, yep. Which you know, I mean, it was what it was. You know, it just for some reason it just uh, we, I didn't stick. We both didn't stick with it until you know my wife had read your book, and then boy, she stuck right to the lifestyle there for several months and. Yeah, it was amazing. When did she find Delay Don't Deny? Sure. I, I would say she started, like, once she read your book, she's probably been about a year, probably close to a year and a half, a year and a half now. And I, myself, was just my one-year anniversary, IF anniversary, was April 1st, so just a, several weeks ago. Awesome. Yeah, we we're recording this in uh, June 1st is the day we're recording it, although it will not air until <laughs> September, but that's okay. I just wanted people to have that time constraint in mind. So you just had your one-year anniversary, and she's been doing it for about one and a half years then. Correct. So tell us about, you know, what results have you both seen? So we'll start with, you said she inspired you. She, so she did it for, you know, a few months before you really dug in, and she yeah. really inspired you. Absolutely. I mean, it's one thing to hear about these stories and it's another to see photos, you know, of people and see their stories. But it's an entirely different thing when you live with someone who is transforming in front of you. That's what happened with me. It was just one of those things, kind of like an epiphany type thing. <laughs> Besides just obviously the way she changed physically, you sure. know, obviously yeah. she lost weight. What other yeah. what other transformational changes did you watch her experience? Yeah. So anxiety lessened, stress lessened for her, metabolical things right. uh, changed for her as well in a dramatic way. So yeah, it was uh, just an overall health and wellness and clarity of mind. We argue less too. Not that we argue well, that's awesome. really bad, but you know, <laughs> I mean, it's healthy to have little arguments. Yeah. You know, we're just both feeling so much better about ourselves. More projects are getting done around the house and we want to go and do more things. And we have more time to devote to that because we're not always thinking about what are we going to have for breakfast? What are sure. we going to have for lunch? Right? <laughs> Absolutely. Absolutely. So what, has she struggled with her weight all of her life? Have you? Or is this something that was just like a little bit to lose or a lot to lose? What What's that backstory? So we're both, uh, I'm 41. She's 40. So she's never been overweight, you know, throughout her life. I have been a little on the chunky side. You know, I'm, I'm a big guy, big bone, 6'2", and I've always been on a workout 
routine for a few months and then I get off for, you know, get off that routine for a year. So I always have a roller coaster. I gain yeah. some weight and then I lose it, I gain some weight. For me, the last time I was really in shape, I was doing P90X program. This was back when I turned 30 and was probably in the best shape of my life. And after that, just uh, I hadn't done one again. And throughout my 30s, it just slowly crept up. The weight kept coming on and on. As you had mentioned, I do video production. So there was one project back in 2016 where I was in the studio, literally in the studio sitting at the computer editing, and we had to turn out a bunch of programs. It was just hours and hours and hours and hours of sitting. I mean, almost for half a year. And I had really put on some weight. I wasn't working out and it just crept up. And next thing I know, I was 405 pounds. Oh my goodness. Now I, I wore it pretty well. No one no, really could tell I was that, you know, weighed that much, but the scale didn't lie. Right. So yeah, six two. So you're a tall man, but still, yeah, four hundred and five is a lot. Sure. Yeah. And now I felt, you know, I never obviously I didn't feel like I weighed that much. I I thought I could still was, you know, I thought I was still quick on my feet. If I had to run down the driveway, I could. But boy, the mirror didn't lie. You know, I I could and I held it, you know, I held when I gain weight, I hold it right, you know, from my chest to my belly. Like what was your waist size at that time? Do you remember? Yeah. Yeah. So my waist was probably, you know, pants differ, but 46 to a 48. Yeah. Yeah. Currently right now I'm down, I'm down around like a 40, a 40 to a 42. Okay. On some things. Yep. Wow. 405 pounds. So that was like, was that the biggest number you saw on the scale? Absolutely. Yeah. Ever, ever. Yep. And then- when you started intermittent fasting just over a year ago, were you around 405 then or had you come down a little bit? I was right at 405 and, okay. I, you know, I had blood work done, testosterone. You know, I had a, a bunch of things checked and cholesterol was high. I had severe acid reflux. Energy was low. My mental, you know, health was just like a bum mood state and testosterone was low. But yeah, blood pressure high. I think I mentioned that. So yeah. When you started intermittent fasting, what protocol did you start with? And how did that go for you when you first began? Yeah. So when I started, I chose not to, I didn't want to do any workouts. I just wanted to focus on the, for me, it, it seemed like this intermittent fasting was like a challenge enough. I just wanted to focus on that. It turned out that that's the easy part. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but so for me, I wanted to just focus on it. My, what I did, I stuck with sixteen eight. So 16 hours of fasting with an eight hour window for eating. So I would typically have lunch around noon. We would have dinner around 6 p.m. And then if I was still hungry, I'd have try and have some type of healthy snack before the 8 p.m. cutoff mark came. So I did that for the first eight months and I did it Monday through Friday. So the weekends, I didn't restrain myself to the time to the 16, 8. But what I did find out that I, I was still only really having two meals, you know, on a Saturday and a Sunday, and they, they were probably a little bit further spread out. I was probably doing maybe like a 12 hour, you know, right. 12 hour fast. Yeah. 
you know, we find that as our bodies get used to intermittent fasting, even if we plan to eat more, sometimes mm-hmm. we can't. You know, I was just at Absolutely. the beach with my sister. You know, the first day we had, we were like, we're going to just eat lunch and dinner. We're at the beach. We're on vacation. Restaurants have just opened back up again. So, you know, we're, we're living through the pandemic. It's June 1st and restaurants at the beach just opened up. Sure. We haven't, I haven't been to a restaurant since, you know, <laughs> before yep. the pandemic. So we're like, we're going to eat lunch. We're going to eat dinner. The second day we were there, we went and had brunch, and we were fully planning to have dinner also, and we were both too full. We were like, yeah, we can't eat another meal. We just had like, I mean, we we barely had a snack at the end of the <laughs> Sounds day. very familiar. Yeah. You know, you, yep. even though you want to, you're like, yeah, I could do whatever I want today. No, still can't. <laughs> sure. So the 16-8, that was for the first eight months. For the next four months, even up until now, I had switched over to one meal a day. And specifically 23 hour fast with a one hour window. And uh, instead of Monday through Friday, I had uh, adjusted that to actually six days a week. And what do you do on that seventh day? So on the seventh day for the 24 hours, basically Saturday, I would wait until noon to have my meal, but I might have a dinner later Saturday evening. And then Sunday morning would roll around. We usually, we typically have a breakfast on Sunday mornings now. And I make sure my last, you know, my last meal for the day on Sunday is right around noon so that right. I have that 23 hour window until Monday at noon. So you end up with, you know, a little bit of a longer fast after yep. that. Yeah. Yeah. I think that's a great, a great approach because you're doing 23 one six days a week, but then you have one day with, you know, the Saturday with the longer eating window. Sure. And I think, yeah. you know, if you do 23 one day after day after day after day, our bodies really can adjust, but having one day with that longer window keeps your body, you know, keeps it guessing, keeps that metabolism sure. going. You know, sometimes Sunday, you know, I don't, I might not cut off right at noon on Sunday. Sometimes it might be 4 p.m. or 5 p.m. You know, I have, I'm eating something else. But the other thing too is once in a while, um, I haven't done it for maybe about six weeks, but I try and do like a 48 hour fast just once in a while. And it I feels t- good sometimes to yeah, have that long of a it, fast. It very, yeah, it does. I, I tried, <laughs> I tried to do a seventy-two hour one. I think I only got around to sixty hours. But for me, what works is those forty-eight hour ones. I can definitely pull those off. Uh, they, they're easy to do, I guess, for me. And I like to do them just once in a while. Maybe every six to eight weeks, I'll do one. And then right after that, I make sure that I, I do have a a good refeed. That's right. Yeah. Yep. Yep. Yeah, one time, I, I don't know, it was right after I read Joel Furman's book about fasting, and he talked about doing really long fasts with people. And this was years ago, so this is my disclaimer. I didn't know what I know now. <laughs> and I'm like, I'm just going to fast until I lose all the weight I want to lose. <laughs> this was a long time ago. So I, I made it to 84 hours, and I'm like, why am I doing this? And then I quit, and then I gained every bit of what I had lost sure. in the longer fast all <laughs> popped back on. But, you know... <laughs> Sure. <laughs> Sometimes you're like, I just want to fast and fast and fast. And that just, you know, was not the approach that was right for me. But 84, that's yeah. the longest I ever did. Oh, and wow. again, I gained every bit of it back after. Oh, wow. <laughs> you know, it's funny. When I switched over to that one meal a day, so I had been doing for eight months, I had been doing 16, eight Monday through Fridays. And when I switched to that one meal a day for six days a week, I also started to incorporate working out and specifically with resistance bands. And I didn't do any cardio and I'm still not doing any cardio because that you almost get your cardio, you know, working with those, but it's been amazing. Now, 
years past in my twenties, I've, you know, I've been to the gym and lifted weights and I am blown away by the amount of muscle mass that I'm able to put on with these rubber bands. I would have Love never, it. never imagined it. So obviously that's boosted my, you know, my weight loss as well. But there was that, that point when I switched to one meal a day, I started working out with those bands and it was just for four days a week. It'd be a Monday, Tuesday, you take Wednesday off and you work out Thursday, Friday and these workouts, and they still are, they're only 12 to 17 minutes a day, four to six days a week. That's my kind of workout. Amazing. Yeah. (laughs) It's so good. So what was interesting when I started that my first month of one meal a day and working out, I actually gained weight. Yeah. I was, I was predicting that. I was waiting yeah, for you to say it, sure. but my brain was like, I bet he gained weight. <laughs> Absolutely. And from what I understand, I guess it was the water weight from actually activating my muscles and starting to work out. I also was eating more in my one hour window. I was eating, you know, trying to eat more protein. I had first thought it was that. Then after reading and hearing, talking to some folks, I understood it was more due to, you know, putting on a lot of water weight. Right. Yeah, so, we, our muscle, you know, as mm. we as we have the the working out, our, we have the inflammation in our muscles from the, the, the workout, and we retain water as part of yes. that process. And so people will often mm. get really like, oh, no, why am I gaining weight? What's happening? And, <laughs> sure. you know, eventually the weight gain is going to be also because you're building muscle mass. I mean, that doesn't happen right. the first week. Absolutely. <laughs> the first yeah. week, the weight gain is not mm-hmm. increased muscle mass. Yeah. But eventually it will be. Or has been, I guess, for you. You've seen probably right. amazing muscle oh, building. It's, it's yeah. It's like whoa, who's that guy? <laughs> yeah. No, but it's you know, it's just <laughs> it's those things that wow. I've never built this type of muscle when I was going to the gym in in my mid to to late twenties. So love it. Yeah, yeah. And but with a one hour eating sure. window, that's the part that is so important because mm-hmm. people still worry, even though we're like, okay, during the fast. You have increased human growth hormone during the clean fast. You're going to be able to build muscle more easily than in the past. People still think I've got to eat protein before I work out or immediately after I work Mm. out. So how do you time your working out around your eating window? Like you don't eat immediately after working out, do you? No, no. And it's funny. I, in years past, when I do a, a type of workout system, what doesn't work for me is doing it at the end of the day because something always comes up or you don't, you know, it's like you're all. So for me, I've always had to do my workouts first thing in the morning. What's so strange about this, I think maybe because it's only 12 to 17 minutes of working out with these bands and my wife, Hannah, she does this with me. So that's another plus, but we do our workouts in the evening, anytime between six and 9 p.m., Okay. And so y'all are not in the fasted state when you're doing it. You're doing it after eating. Yeah. And we would have, we would have, so we would have eaten, you know, noon to one. Okay. Yep. And I find, you know, some days what we'll do is, you know, we'll fast a little bit longer so that we can, we eat dinner together, you know, and working out around like eight o'clock, if I've eaten my big meal around five or five 30, I just, I don't feel good working out. At oh all. yeah, that's not what at all. I was wondering so, about. That's mm, why I was surprised yeah. that y'all are working out at night after eating. But that makes more sense since yeah. you have usually an earlier window. Absolutely, yeah. So we're at least you know at least six, maybe sometimes seven hours since I've eaten. I'm working out. Yeah. Yep. 
but it's not like right there on the full stomach of absolutely <laughs> not. Just no, it's just no, I kind of can... yeah, I just kind of get a not a not a well, I don't know, kind of a sick feeling, but just you just not ooh feeling good. Yeah, because your body <laughs> you really focuses resources yeah. on on digestion. Mm. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. I can't imagine eating a big meal and then doing a big Ugh. something, you know. <laughs> yep. <laughs> right. <laughs> so your wife, does she also do 23-1 with you? So lately she has for probably the last uh, two, last three months or so, not every single day, but for the most part she does. Because right now for her, she's just maintaining right now. Right. Yeah. So um, for me, I'm obviously, I'm still, you know, trying to lose weight. So yeah, once in a while she'll have a small dinner, you know. Uh, which for her, she'll end up doing a, oh, I think a, a 19.7 yeah. for the day. Yeah. Yep. And but even though yeah. those don't add up to 24, you can, it does, it's okay. You could fast for 19, have a seven hour window. That works. People are sometimes like, why, did, why didn't my numbers add up to 24? Because, <laughs> <laughs> because yeah. overnight you're going through another calendar day. So sometimes they won't. So yeah. yeah. I'm sorry. I, I, what I meant to say was a 17. Um, okay. Yeah. Okay. Sorry. 17, yep. seven. But she, I mean, yep. you could do 19, seven. Sure. And then the next yeah. day go, you know, a have a. Adjust it. Right. Yep. Yeah, because yep, over time, you know, it just it adds up. But from day to day, it can be it can be wonky, and that really confuses sure. a lot of people that are new, because they they don't understand how it, it doesn't add up to twenty four. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it does yep. if you just count it on each calendar day. But our fast spans overnight, so while well, we're two days worth of anyway, two calendar days. I hope that makes sense. I don't know if I explained that very well. So, is she really just at her ideal weight and so happy with her size now? Yeah, absolutely. And she's she's a tiny gal. She's 5'2", and at her heaviest, which I didn't think she was heavy, but she was maybe a, almost 150. Uh-huh. But yeah, she's down around and hovering right around the 117 right now. Yeah. Yeah. So, so she's, she's a little bitty thing, and you're so tall. She's a little tiny thing. I know. <laughs> I know. Especially with my cowboy boots on. We wear cowboy boots up here in Maine. Love it. Um, Love. I did not so, know yeah. y'all did. Oh, uh, yeah. Well, yeah. The good old boys and girls do up here. No, there are a lot know. of folks that do. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yep. Well, I, yep. we do down here in Georgia, but sure. I didn't know. <laughs> I mean, not all the time, you know, but we have, yep. you know, you might go to a country bar kind of a thing oh, with yeah. your cowboy boots. I mean, I have cowboy boots. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, well, good. I'm glad she's done well. Now, how much weight have you lost? Sure. So my one-year anniversary, I had dropped about uh, 76 pounds. Wow. That's yeah. fabulous. Yeah. Yep. So, and what's interesting, the last couple months, I haven't really lost too much more than that, but I've also been trying to eat as much as I can of protein, like chicken and steak and during my feeding window and really really pushing a little bit harder for my with my workouts. Right. So I bet you're seeing a lot of size changes. Yeah. Yeah. So I guess it's, you know, the NSV, you know, the right. non-scale victory. I, I guess you would see, you would say that's kind of what I'm seeing right now. So I'm trying not to pay too much attention to the scale. It's just a matter of, hey, how, I, how do I feel? How do I look? Obviously, my clothes are fitting looser. I'm seeing a lot more muscle definition. And um, yeah. So could I be eating a little bit better, I, I could, but I don't want to go crazy about it. Right. You know, yeah, you per, don't want to over-restrict. You, know? you yeah. really, you, you don't want to, and if you're only eating in a one-hour window, yeah, 
you know, you don't want to be like, now I'm going to eat in a one hour window and I'm only going to eat a little bit of this, you know, right. whatever. Yeah. You want to eat yeah. well and you want to make sure that your body doesn't feel over restricted, mm-hmm. especially if you're working out hard. So, yeah. you know, maybe yep. even this, this might be feel almost counterproductive, but maybe add a second day. Every week, like, you know, you're having a Saturday with a longer eating window. Sure. Maybe yep. pop one of those in on Tuesday as well. That, and it almost yeah. becomes the the up-down day approach. I mean, it kind of is. It's not officially, you know, your full fast or your 500-calorie right. down day. But, you know, have, you know, an up day on Tuesday and on Saturday and just see if that gets your metabolism a little bit, you know, Right, yeah. Up and going. Kick, yeah, kicks it kicks it in again. It, correct, yeah. That would only be, though, if you see that you're not losing fat in, anymore, if you feel like you've stopped. Right. But if you're still building muscle and if the only issue is the scale is stopped, that's body recomposition. Sure. like that. Yep, ab- <laughs> absolutely. <laughs> absolutely. All right, so how do you tend to eat? Like, what, what kind of things do you like? Sure, so uh, we eat a lot of chicken. That's probably the majority is... Uh, Mostly probably grilled chicken. We actually, every year we raise our own meat birds here oh. and process them ourselves and put them in the, the uh, seal meal bags. And, and we have usually have enough chicken for an entire year. That's um, awesome. So you yeah. raise them. Do you live on a, on a farm or just? We actually live in a 1880. It was built in 1880s. Right. Old farmhouse. Yeah. And what's great too, I, I actually grew up here as a child. When in that same here. exact house? Yeah, in this house. And then moved, moved away and, you know, did a bunch of things. And then, you know, my mother ended up just her at the house. Then I had my business out of one part of it for a few years. And then my mother remarried and I met my wife and we ended up buying the house and the property. So we've got 20 acres and, and an old farmhouse. So we've been over the few last, you know, several years, we've been updating the house inside, taking a room or two and totally update. I feel... I feel like I'm living in the Joanna Gaines, the oh yeah, <laughs> the TV yeah. show. Because my love wife, that. yeah, I mean, my wife's she's a designer for sure. Uh huh. Has great taste, but yeah, that magnolia style. Yes. Yeah, uh-huh. we're like is that, living is that your in wife's style as well. Absolutely, That's- and I enjoy it. Yeah, you know, she hey, she can she picks out whatever and. I'll help put it in, you know. So and, you know, that's appropriate that. for an 1880 farmhouse. Farmhouse style is like really like the ideal thing. Absolutely. So, so yeah, to answer your question, yes, we, we live we live in a farmhouse. We used to have, you know, uh, pigs, chickens, meat birds, not so much pigs now, just because we really eat a lot of chicken, not so much pork. But it's it's been great to be able to do that. You know where your food's coming from. and Oh, yeah. So, yeah, we eat a lot of chicken, but... Lately, since, you know, since I've been uh, working out, I've also incorporating a lot of uh, red meat as well. So I'd say chicken, meat, once in a while we'll do some delicious salmon. Usually, for the most part, we'll have our chicken on, you know, on salads. And then Mm -hmm. I'll usually eat another chicken breast with it or I'll have a a steak with it. I really eat eat a lot when I do eat. Now, do you consider yourself low carb? Because I'm not hearing anything about grains or... Yeah. So during the week, as low carb as I can be, um, try not to eat any breads or grains. The weekends, that's a different story, you know. Yeah. Um, Yep. If I want to have a double bacon cheeseburger, (laughs) you know, with with the bun, no problem. We're going to do it. Right. You know, there's there's a lot to be said for that way of eating. And 
you know, I would never call it a cheat day. I don't believe in that. That's right. <laughs> the like idea your book of cheating. Says, yeah, yeah, no yep, cheating. Absolutely. There's no cheating. But I followed a plan years ago, and it was actually when I was that summer of 2014 when I was trying to be keto and I wasn't losing any weight on keto at all. I lost zero pounds on keto. Then I discovered a plan called Carb Night. And it was the guy, it was carb cycling, basically. And so you were supposed to be low carb six days a week. And then the seventh day, you had what he called a carb night. And it was, he was big in the weight training community, I think. And the whole thing, you know, talked about the the beneficial effect of the carbs hormonally and metabolically after depriving yourself of the carbs all those other days. And he had a lot of science oh, wow. in that book. And so th- hmm. that's actually a legit strategy. Oh, it's wow. not a cheat day. It's a yep. carb day on <laughs> I like that. I like <laughs> yeah, I'm gonna, yeah. I'll, check, I'll have to check that out. Okay. Well, wow. it, I remember it had some interesting science in it. It's been a long time. And it was one of those books, I think, that you buy on their website for like $39.95. Or, I don't remember what the price was, but you know what I'm talking about. Sure. You yep. download it and then you have the electronic version and it was that kind of a book. I did a lot of that kind of book downloading back in the day when I was searching for, you know, the magical plan. Sure. Yeah, right. <laughs> right. But I just remember he did have a lot of science and it was the benefits of both being low carb, but not the detrimental effects that that he felt that you had if you were completely low carb all the time. Like he did not feel like that was a good long term strategy, that we needed that carb refeed, basically. Sure. Yep. Yep. And We all face stress in our daily lives. What if the answer to a better stress response is in one key nutrient? I'm talking about magnesium, and specifically, Magnesium Breakthrough by Bioptimizers. This one-of-a-kind product is designed to reverse low levels of magnesium, which could have a positive effect on our stress response. But don't take my word for it. Here's a quote from a 2020 issue of the scientific journal Nutrients. Results suggest that stress could increase magnesium loss, causing a deficiency. And, in turn, magnesium deficiency could enhance the body's susceptibility to stress, resulting in a magnesium and stress vicious circle. I only recommend Magnesium Breakthrough by Bioptimizers. It's the only organic full-spectrum magnesium supplement that includes seven unique forms of magnesium for stress resilience and better sleep. Simply go to bioptimizers.com slash ifstories promo code IFSTORIES10 to get your magnesium breakthrough and find out this month's gift with purchase. That's bioptimizers.com slash IFSTORIES, promo code IFSTORIES10. If you've been listening to my podcast for a while, you know what a fan I am of Dr. Tim Spector and the work he's doing with Zoe. I was first introduced to his work in 2015, and I've been following his research ever since. What I love most about the Zoe Science and Nutrition podcast is that they have weekly interviews with world-leading experts who explain how their latest research can benefit your health. Recently, I was thrilled to finally meet him face-to-face as we recorded an episode for the Zoe Science and Nutrition podcast, and this episode aired on April 11th. We had a chance to talk about the world's biggest intermittent fasting study, and I had the opportunity to explain the clean fast to Jonathan, which may explain why he didn't enjoy his prior experiences with fasting. Search for Zoe Science and Nutrition on your podcast player or on YouTube to hear the latest episode, and don't forget to look for the April 11th episode to hear me, Tim, and Jonathan talk about the world's biggest intermittent fasting study. My wife, Hannah, she really feels gluten really, really affects her. She can really feel it. She has a day of eating, you know, lots of gluten bread and she'll really feel it at the end of the day. For me, not so much, but I don't, there's so much gluten-free 
products out there that taste great that right. if we are going to have a carb day or, you know, if we're going to have pizza once in a while, I'll, I'll order a gluten-free pizza too, or, you know, we'll have burgers with gluten-free bread or, so that's, I guess that's, that's the, the one thing as far as breads that we try to, we, we might migrate to, you know, on a weekend day. Yeah. Yeah. If, if she has trouble with gluten, that totally makes sense. Sure. And, you know, if, if she feels better with the gluten-free, so she can do the gluten-free breads and have no problem. Sure. And, and, you know, bouncing back to my wife, when we had talked about, I think we were talking about how tiny she is, but for her, she'd come home. We This is before we we did this intermittent fasting. She'd come home and during the day, I mean, it's not like she's eating any junk food. She's just eat, trying to eat healthy and, and dinners. We're trying to have healthy dinners. She'd come home, she'd get on the treadmill for half an hour. And this was for like a year or more and just she wasn't dropping the weight. Right. So this whole thing was like the IF was like the key. <laughs> yeah, it really is. And and we tried so hard, you know, she's working out, she's on the treadmill, she's probably was probably trying to eat well. Yep. Yep. She's the, you know, quote, right foods and eat healthy foods. And, you know, the whole missing link is the intermittent fasting and giving your body time in the fasted state to tap into your fat stores. Absolutely. Yeah. So now was black coffee a struggle for y'all or do you drink coffee? You might not drink it at all. Yeah. So I really don't drink it. My wife does drink it. So for her, obviously, when she really needed it, black coffee only. And then on Sundays, when we have our breakfast, we actually put a little creamer in it and I will actually have coffee (laughs) on Sundays typically. Yeah. But you're not a black coffee drinker during the week. You don't. No, not at all. So I was. Have any coffee. I don't have any coffee and. Obviously, my my fasts are, are clean. I only drink water. Yeah. Yep. We just hear from so many people that the black coffee is such a <laughs> sure. stumbling block for Absolutely. them. Absolutely. So just Absolutely. don't drink it at all. Don't have any coffee yep. at all. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and that'll solve it. Uh, I never got into just drinking coffee. I enjoy it once in a while. <laughs> it really is funny because I can remember back in, I guess it was the early 2000s. You know, there wasn't a Starbucks on every corner. I didn't drink coffee at all until maybe I was 40, then I or you know, late 30s, early 40s, but I didn't drink coffee, period. But once I started drinking it, it was, you know, lattes, those creamers, <laughs> there we go. And yep. yeah. <laughs> and is it a coincidence that that is right when my weight problem started? Ah. I don't think so. That's when I really started gaining weight a lot. And I was always drinking one of those, you know, lattes. It might have had artificial sweetener in it at the time, depending on what health kick I was on, depending on what I put it in there. But I was for a while I was using that fat free, sugar free powdered creamer. Yeah. Yep. Oh Lord, I don't Mm -hmm. even know what that was made of. But (laughs) 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 gross. But I was eating that and drinking that. I mean, I say eating it, but it's, you know, drinking it. No wonder I I had trouble (laughs) with Mm. my weight. Right. (laughs) That's not good at all. (laughs) So you just stick to water, just plain water. Do you have any fizzy water? No. Okay. Okay. So let's see. This was almost early fall and I was down in uh, Houston, Texas. That's where my business partner is. And we had a big production in the Houston area and Topo Chio. Yeah, <laughs> I was. Yeah, I, I had seen so many people in the Facebook group drinking it and mentioning it, and I was just, oh, you know, okay, 
because uh, gotta I try it. Yeah, and I didn't. I wasn't looking for it around here at all, and never really had it. And my cousin actually had it in his fridge down there. Yeah, I was introduced to that, and it was just like, wow, this stuff is so good. <laughs> so, long story short, I ended up ordering some and having it shipped here, and then I found it locally. So, oh, good. Once in a while, I will have one of those during my window. Once in a while, I might have one a couple hours after. Yeah, they are just so delicious. I think now they have, uh, well, there's a grapefruit and, and a lime, but uh, yeah. I just- And those are perfect for your eating window, yeah, not the fast. Correct. Yep. <laughs> a little yep. gin tip there. But yeah, Absolutely. I don't love Topo yep. Chico, which is funny. I've, I like San Pellegrino. Yes. Okay. Yeah, and I haven't like, tried I've, that. Yeah. But they're all different with like the level of bubbles. Also, I think I like them. Well, Topo Chico is mineral water, but it's it's like more effervescent- than San Pellegrino. The bubbles are lighter on your tongue, I guess. And so I just like San Pellegrino better than Perrier or Topo Chico or any of those. But Topo Chico is a fan favorite. We do know that. I have a do not do tip for the Topo Chico. Okay. I thought I'd get fancy. And on uh, one weekend, I took, you know, a bunch of fresh fruits and chopped them up and and then squished them down in in the bottle thinking that, oh, I'm going to really give this a, a unique taste. Well, it ended up making it very flat. Oh, yeah, <laughs> like I bet. It all just went flat and it, it was not, wasn't too good. So, yeah, do not, yeah, that do not do. <laughs> don't do, do that. Do. Yeah. No, don't do that. Just eat your fruit. <laughs> Normally yeah, there you, you go. Fruit. <laughs> there you go. But yeah, I love, I love a good fizzy water, especially in the summer as the temperatures are getting warmer. Like I didn't drink a lot of it during the winter. I found myself drinking yep. hot water in a mug. Mm-hmm. But now that it's hot, mm-hmm. I'm pulling back out that San Pellegrino. Yeah. Same here. Yep. Well, that's good. So um, you talked about some health challenges that you were having when you were, you know, prior to intermittent fasting, when you were 405 pounds, you had acid reflux, high cholesterol, high blood pressure, and and your mental health was not good. How have those things been since then? So I forgot to mention one, and this is probably the biggest one. I don't don't know why I I didn't mention it. Psoriasis. Oh. Yep. I've had, when I start, I guess it was like around when I turned 30, this is like, uh, you know, 10 or 11 years ago, I started to started to get psoriasis, like scalp psoriasis, and then right. a little bit of psoriasis behind my ears. And I guess it does run in my family. My mother had very light, you know, scalp psoriasis, nothing severe. My uncle on my father's side does have light psoriasis around his elbows. For me, I started to develop psoriasis, but throughout my 30s, as I mentioned to you, you know, I, I was eating, I'd eat worse and worse. And by the time I turned 40, I was 405 pounds. Well, I had developed pretty serious psoriasis around my elbows and my knees. And I had a very large patch, I would say about maybe a four to five inch circle on my lower back. Is it itchy or painful? I, I've... So, yeah. So mine, it was pretty like plaque psoriasis. So it would itch a little bit, but it was just uh, the one on my back, you know, was the one that appeared first. Right. Yeah. And then my elbows, you know, the last few years, you know, those started developing and they got huge because the last few years was when I really put on the majority of my weight. So since intermittent fasting, the huge patch on my back is completely gone. Wow. And my my large patches on my elbows, they are almost cleared up. My knees are extremely better. They're they're actually they're clearing up. They're not totally gone yet, but they are definitely clearing up. That's so fabulous. That's been the huge thing for me. And because I, I do not believe in the 
the drugs that are pretty severe right. side effects to, to take care of that stuff. I, I just think there's a natural approach to everything. And obviously it was my weight gain and what I was putting into my body. My body was not, not liking it. That's been the most just amazing thing for me is that my psoriasis, major psoriasis has, has been clearing up. The other thing, blood pressure, my blood pressure wasn't extremely high. It wasn't high enough to be able to have to take recommended- A medication, yeah. Yeah, you know, it was like borderline, okay. But um, that's down to normal levels. That's fabulous. Yeah, testosterone is is up from the levels. My testosterone was low, quite low. So it just went up naturally. Yeah, yep. Also, cholesterol wasn't bad, but that's in very normal levels now. And then acid reflux, I would get pretty bad acid reflux and, and to the point where I just wake up in the middle of the night with it, you know, just kind of coming up. It was right. not good. Yeah. That's better. Is it completely better? Gone. Or? Yeah. I don't, okay. none. I don't have that none. at all anymore. That yep. is fabulous. Yeah. That really is. <laughs> I mean, that's a long list of great health benefits right there. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. And then again, just energy levels and mental state is just... Man, once you start feeling good about yourself again, you know, it's uh, a lot changes. So, At Amica Insurance, we know it's more than just a car or a house. It's the four wheels that get you where you're going and the four walls that welcome you home. When you combine auto and home insurance with Amica, we'll help protect it all. And the more you cover, the more you can save. Amica. Empathy is our best policy. What makes a life a good one? Is it the adventure you have? Or the friends you find along the way? Maybe it's pursuing your passion while striving to protect, defend, and save what you believe in every single day. So, what makes a life a good one? In the Coast Guard, we think it's all of the above and more. But you'll have to find out for yourself. Visit GoCoastGuard.com to learn more. Yeah. Not only do you feel better because you're not trying to search for the solution. Like I know for me, for so many years, I felt just in a bad place. Yes, I was obese. That felt bad. But also the thought that I was just searching and searching for this answer that had to be out there, but I kept failing. And then I felt like, uh, you know, a big loser. Why can't I do this? I felt so many negative things towards myself during those Mm -hmm. years because I was like, why can't I I fix this? Yeah. I understand this isn't like overnight or within a month or two, you know, it's going to be a slow process. I, right. how, it took for me last time I was the best shape of my life was when I was 30. And here I am 10 years later, you know, it took 10 years to get to 405. It's not going to take half a year to get back down. You know, right. you need to understand that it's just one day at a time. And then that's all you can do. <laughs> yeah. It's just all of a sudden you'll just be in that situation. I remember when I first joined the private Facebook group and I would see these stories and pictures and I just was like, I was so inspired. This is like, wow, this is amazing. And then a few, three or four months into it, here I am. I'm posting like one of the face thing Fridays. I forget what face to face Friday. I think people call them. Yeah. Yeah. I did one of those and it's like, holy smokes, look at my yeah, look at the right? look at my face, you know, after four yeah, months. Yeah, people so, need to take pictures. Yeah, just, you know, even if yeah. you don't think, you know, people will be like, 
intermittent fasting is not working. Well, take some <laughs> photos of your face Absolutely. and compare them every yeah. few weeks. You'll see. Sure. I remember saying like at that four month mark, like, whoa, here I am posting in the group, you know, a little, a bit of a success story, you know? And then next thing I know, here I am doing my, you know, I'd posted my before picture and my one year anniversary photo. And it's like, whoa, way different, you know? And here I am one of those, it was less than a year ago when I joined the group, I'd been fasting for maybe four months, but I'm like, man, here I am. Like I'm posting a pretty cool uh, success story in here. Yeah, it was awesome. And then the feedback from folks and, and you know, how you ins- you end up inspiring others. It's just exactly. Awesome. That's the whole name of the game. That's the beauty of these these support groups is, you know, mm. helping one another to see that, number one, it's a lifestyle and, you know, not just a quick fix diet. Number mm-hmm. two, you know, you're going to see amazing changes that might not all be just your weight changes. You know, you're sure. going to see other things as well. But just seeing the the glow, the vibrancy we just look so much healthier. Mm-hmm, absolutely. It just shows on our faces. Absolutely. Yeah. I mean, I, and I see a lot of folks, they, they look younger. I've, yeah. And there's like a handful of people I've seen that post photos. It's like, they look like their own, their children. <laughs> you know? Oh, like, it's true. It's crazy. It's crazy. It, it really is. You know, you, yeah. you lose that inflamed look, the inflammation yeah. look, you lose Certainly. it and the puffiness. Certainly. People get, yep. their eyes get bigger. Yeah. Yep. Skin. Yeah. Glowing skin. It's just, mm-hmm. I mean, obviously, you know, losing the weight and feeling better, looking better. That's obviously number one. It's been great. But the, I tell you what, right close to it has been just being part of the the group on Facebook with everybody else. It's just that's been just almost as much uh well, I'm so glad. It's it's a lot of work. To, yeah. <laughs> those groups are a lot of work and growing so fast, which is Gosh, a great thing. I, know. Yeah. I wonder how many people we'll Big have in numbers. the group when this comes out in September. I know. But <laughs> I know. we just hit just over two hundred and sixty thousand oh, in, wow. in the big group. And overall we have over three hundred and something thousand, three hundred and sixty, three hundred and seventy thousand combined. Wow. In all unreal. the groups. But unreal. it is unreal. So mm-hmm. <sighs> Who knows what it where where it will will take us? But it's exciting watching intermittent fasting, you know, take off and become more popular and become you know a lifestyle for people. That's what I love to see. Now, have you inspired anyone in your real life? I know your wife does it with you, but other than your wife, anybody else watching your progress and trying it? Yes, the answer is yes. There are a couple of my friends that you know, with their wives that have, uh, you know, just been inspired on how we've changed since they last saw us. And this is, you know, what's funny is, well, it's not funny, but this whole, we haven't seen a lot of folks since maybe February, end of Right, because we've been home. You know? yeah, yeah. So, I mean, just wait till, you know, summer's coming, the campgrounds have opened here and, you know, so we're going to see a lot more of our family and friends. But the ones that we did see several, several months ago, yeah, they're asking like, wow, you guys, what are you doing? You know? And so we've been able to just, I guess, introduce what we're doing without, and I try not to use like, oh, I'm fasting. You know, I I don't say that. I just say, yeah, I just, I changed up my eating windows when I eat, you know, I'm obviously I'm eating better and I'm, I'm working out now, but yeah, it's just the time when I eat, I eat my certain foods certain times during the day. And then that opens that whole conversation up. So, yeah, I think using the words time restricted eating are such a good way to sell it to people versus, I mean, that's actually, you know, if you read the medical literature, the journal articles where they do the studies, the studies, mm. they call it 
time-restricted feeding, perhaps, if it's mice, because <laughs> yeah, they're feeding right. them. But, you know, we could call it time-restricted eating. Yep. That that just sounds more palatable sure. versus, you yep. know, like when I was first writing Fast Feast Repeat, and actually before I even wrote it, my new book, I was talking to my literary agent, and she was like, now, should we change what we call it and call it, you know? And I'm like, well... I mean, it's the cat's out of the bag. Intermittent fasting is going to be the term that we continue to use because that's just the umbrella term. But within the whole idea of intermittent fasting, we've got, you know, alternate day fasting, but then time-restricted eating. Mm -hmm. And so for anybody who's struggling with explaining it to other people, those words are powerful. I follow time-restricted eating. Yeah. You don't scare them with fasting. Because you say fasting and some people just, you know, imagine (laughs) struggle. It sounds, yeah. (laughs) Yep. Absolutely. Absolutely. So it's been really great. You know, a couple of our close friends, you know, when they got into it and they started seeing after just, you know, some, you know, a few weeks or so they're seeing results and they're just all excited about it. And it's fun to, you know, they're sending us texts and just open our window and with, you know, so it's been fun and they're having some great success with it as well. And obviously they're part of the Facebook group and we're seeing them interact, you know, on there as well. And yeah. Yeah. So it's just, it's just great. There really is no better feeling than Mm. Seeing somebody that that is a, a friend and watching them transform as well. You know, for me, yeah. I, I mean, I love all the people in the Facebook groups, but there is something special when I'll notice that someone I went to high school with has now joined the group. You yeah. know, and there they are, yeah. and I'm like, look, I remember her from high school, and now she's posting, interacting, and you know, or some some guy I went to college with, and there he is. I love everybody's story, but it's really fun to see those friends. Absolutely. Yeah. <laughs> It's just such a good feeling to know. And, you know, you don't know who or how, you don't know how you're changing their life for the future. Sure. Yep. And how it's going to be different. Yeah, I love it. Do y'all have children at all? No, we are trying. Okay. And that was one of the biggest things. Like we knew we were like, okay, we we have to get healthy. You know, right. we have to get Before healthy. kids. Yeah. And I know that was one of the things to, for, you know, motivations for us to stick with it. So, yeah. No kids as of yet, but uh, it's in the works. How's that? Well, yeah, I love it. Well, we'll look forward to following that as well. Keep us awesome. posted. Awesome. Yep. That was kind of a personal question. Sorry. Sure. That's all right. Get it out there. We'll just ask all the personal yeah, questions. Yeah, we'll so, just get it out there. You know, any other non-scale victories that you haven't shared yet or have you gotten to pretty much all of them? Yeah, I mean, that's much as I can think of right now. I think the the biggest thing is just feeling good again about yourself, you know, and it's like, you want to go and do more things. You want to go, you know, when someone invites you to a party, there's yes, you're going maybe or no. And it's like, we're doing less of the maybe and more of the yes. Good. (laughs) I love it. You know? Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's been great. And, And for me, I mean, you know, I used to be pretty active, you know, snowboarding and and doing things outside. And so I'm now, I'm now getting into a, a new sport and it's, uh, it's those, those e-boards like electric boards. They're like long boards with big tires and, okay. uh, you know, so do you yeah, ride so them on I'm, the pavement? Where do you ride those? Yeah, you can. So yeah, the one, the, the one I'm getting here is, uh, yeah, you can ride on the pavement or it's also off-road. The suspension on it is kind of like one of those Baja trucks. I mean, okay. you, can, you can take it on, on off-road. So it's just, just wanting to get into another another sport outside activity, you know, kind of, you know, this is a little bit of an extreme sport, but 
but I'm really looking forward to that. Not so, yes, they, they, they are, are electric. Okay. So, yeah. yeah. Okay. Yep. Okay. Yep. Absolutely. Yeah. This, uh, yeah. You can go about 20 to 25 miles with it and it'll go up to 35 miles an oh, hour. Oh gosh. Yeah. But yeah, not that we're going <laughs> to crank it up that high, but it's kind of an extreme sport, but man, I'm all about like getting into something active outside. Well, it sounds fun. You know, and, sure. Yeah. It's all yep. about having so. fun. So we are almost out of time. What would you tell someone just starting out with intermittent fasting or what do you wish you knew when you started? Oh, great question. I would tell somebody to just one day at a time, just focus. (laughs) There's a lot of information. Take it one day at a time. I would say don't weigh yourself every single day, but that's just me. You know, the other part of what I would tell them is get on the Facebook group because you're going to see so much information, so many stories you know, their challenges and, and their successes. And it's just, it's a great community. And I, I get so much out of just being part of that community. It's just, it's amazing. Well, I'm so glad to hear that because, you know, like I said, it's a lot of work, but I think it's so important because you feel like you're doing it with, you know, a third of a million people. (laughs) Sure. Yeah. It just, it's very helpful to, to know that you're not alone. Yeah. And everyone's different, right? you know, everyone, not everyone's going to have the same results, but if you, Hey, if you fall off the horse there for a day or two or a week, just one day at a time, get, just get back on and focus one day at a time. Yeah. I love that advice. Really one day at a time, I think is, is such good advice. Don't, don't focus on, gosh, how long is this going to take me to get where I want to go? Mm. You know, or our timelines or trying to get, you know, yep. just your body's going to do what it does. Absolutely. It'll happen before you know it. Like with me, before you know it, three or four months will go by and you're taking a photo of your face and doing a yeah. face-to-face Friday and you're going to see a big difference or or your clothes are going to start. I'm down to from 4XL down to 3XL and some 2XL. Fabulous. You know, it's just, yeah. So, yeah. One day at a time, folks. <laughs> I love it. Well, Kent, thank you so much for being here today and I look forward to following your progress more over time. Jen, it was a pleasure. Thanks for having me on on the podcast. Yeah. Looking forward to checking out your your new book coming out. Thank you. By the time this airs, I hope that you've had a chance to read it and I hope everybody loves it. But right now we're two weeks away and I'm so excited. (laughs) Cool. Cool. (laughs) Two weeks away as of recording day. Anyway, thank you so much. And it was great to talk to you. Awesome. Bye-bye. All right. Thank you. Take care. Bye. Do you have an intermittent fasting story to tell? Email me at jen at intermittentfastingstories.com and I'll add you to the lineup. That's G-I-N at intermittentfastingstories.com. The world wants to hear your story. That's it for today. Remember, I may have a doctorate, but I'm not a medical doctor. So don't use anything you hear on this podcast as a substitute for medical advice. Please always check with your doctor or healthcare provider if you have medical questions. I'll talk to you next week, Fasting Family, where we will hear another inspiring story. Have a great week and fast on. Intermittent Fasting Stories is edited, mixed, and mastered by Resonate Recordings. To learn more, visit them at ResonateRecordings.com or email them at hello at ResonateRecordings.com. Intermittent Fasting Stories listeners will receive a free offer if you mention that you heard it on the podcast.